Oh, 
guys that should've stuck to my guns Instead she'd have to be one of the bastard sons And lose myself That's Brian Byrne here on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Thanks very much for joining me tonight. I'm going to be here until 8 o'clock. Started off with Shout to the Top with Stealth Council and that was to be someone by the jam. Thanks to Stephen Round for the drive time. Hope you enjoyed his show as always. Uh, to be someone, I'm joined with somebody very special tonight. A special guest in the studio, Mr Kevin McDermott. Good evening, Brian. Good evening, listeners. Good evening, everybody. Tell you what, thanks very much for giving us up a chunk of your Friday evening. Hey, my pleasure, my uh, absolute pleasure. We've got two hours to get through um, stuff about yourself, which is always very interesting. This week we have an artist of the week. You and I are putting our heads together to pick through um, some songs by the Jam. Yeah, some and some other things. And some other things. You've been making my job fairly easy. We've been chatting over the internet throughout the week yeah yeah it's uh, it's good for some things it's good for some things and not so good for others takes up a whole chunk of your life and you'll never get back if you let it if, if you, you let it um if you want to get in touch with us tonight you can do it by the old um email studio at camlinradio.org any questions for kevin i've got a few that's come in through the week I'll ask him as many of them as I can, and I'm sure if he can, he will answer them. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> uh, and maybe some reasoning behind some of them are choices, and uh, and sometimes there's no reason. No reason. All. We don't need a reason on a Friday night. Six to eight on a Friday night. The, sh- the shoulders should go down. Excellent, okay. And if you can dance about, obviously if you're not driving home, um, if you're in the house, dance about some of these tunes. Um, any jam requests, give us a wee shout. We've had loads and loads, so uh, we'll get through as many of them as we possibly can. So, Kevin, guilty pleasure, first song. Okay, guilty pleasure. Well, it is the month of September, and climate and uh, things that are getting us down here and there, I've been indulging in some, you know what, I really like that, and I don't really care what anybody thinks of what it is, so I really like Earth, Wind and Fire, so it's Earth, Wind and Fire September, because we don't have much of it left, so I'm going to have it. Absolutely, this will see out September for us, Earth, Wind and Fire... i 
Oh yeah, fantastic. Uh, it's Earth, Wind and Fire, September. I'm Ryan Byrne, this is Gamblin Radio 107.9 FM. Um, yes, I always admit my mistakes. Uh, to be to be someone, that had to be dedicated to Big Jim Morrison um, and to Nori Wilson. Uh, he's, Nori has given me a list. Basically, Nori is the drummer for the Absolute Jam, and I think he sent me the set list for the Absolute Jam to play tonight, which uh, I would certainly do, no bother, Kevin. Yep, sure thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that, so he's requested a few, and I'm sure we'll get a few. So that was for Nori Wilson and Jim Morrison. So tonight we're talking about the jam. Um, from your own point of view, Kevin, when did you become aware of the jam? Probably just as soon as in the city, kind of hit the airwaves or mm. whatever I was listening to at the time. It was like a, that was the big album, and then I saw it when it seemed in 1979, I believe, and uh, that would have been at Strathclyde Uni. Uh, yeah. I believe they played one gig in Glasgow before that, which was Clouds Disco above the Apollo, wasn't it, Apollo? Wow. As a mate of mine says he was there, and I kind of... I, poo-pooed that and yeah. I thought no you didn't and then actually I checked it and the internet previously mentioned which uh, is a big point of knowledge absolutely. for those out there that use that kind of stuff <laughs> and it turns out that they had and I was uh, so, somewhat crestfallen that he was right and I was wrong about the jam and was that be pre um, in the city coming out or was it when they came I'm, I'm not sure, I'm well, sure. well the Strathclyde Uni gig was a uh, just pre they were, they were they were kind of previewing all mod cons yeah so that was a couple of years later but as you recall well maybe you do you don't but they were there was a very tight schedule in terms of what they released and there was a single or two that came out that wasn't on any that weren't on any albums I mean, they were prolific oh it was just they just kept them coming and kept them coming so uh, my, my uh, forgive me if my memory's a little bit hazy in yeah, terms yeah. of times dates places no no uh, uh, but um, the, I, anytime the jam were in town or I could go out of town on my limited budget, but not really that limited at the time, because yeah. I just started work, work, which is another kind of crossroads, because I had left school and started working in Yard with shipbuilders, so I was earning money. You had uh, money. I had money to go and buy records and clothes and go to gigs. And, and, that was and that's it. all you wanted to do? That's, all, that, that's all I wanted to do, and whoever's in town, be it... Oh, I mean, but the, the Jam were a big band because they had the, the look, they had the 60s thing that I was always into. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I would, I'd be the, the clothes, the attitude, everything, and they were kind of tapping into something that um, that, that, that was already uh, you know, organically within my DNA. Yeah. Like, I'm really into this, no matter what it is, uh, 60s and whatnot. And then there's this punk band, so-called, or power pop, whatever, I don't even know what that is, actually. But... Uh, um, were coming out with their, you know, their haircuts and you know, stripy things and mod stuff that I'd yeah. never actually seen contemporary at that time. So it was like a, I had to be there. I know because I, I think the jam were on, um, supposed to be on the bill of the early kind of Clash, Sex Pistols, Damned tour, and quickly the record company realised that that wasn't the right place for them to be. You know, their, their music was like you say it was going to be. You know, maybe target at the mods and yeah. Northern Soul, and that's basically where Paul Weller was coming from. That's his yeah, oh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, in the, as the years went on, you could his inf- his personal influences were, were coming, more coming to the fore rather than just the, the angry young man aspect yeah. of uh, you know, and the noisy Rickenbacker and which it looked great, photographs were great, great. sounded great, but I'm I'm sure so because having owned a Rickenbacker, I think it's the worst guitar I have ever had. People say that. Oh, it's a terrible. I just I don't know. I mean, they look great. And they they speak of an era and fabulous photographs, but try tuning one. I was going to say that. I mean, what they say is it never stays in tune. But it's a it's a, a hell of a beast. I mean, I mean, I mean, they look great. Lennon had one, and Pete Townsend, and Paul Weller, and all that. So you think I want a Rickenbacker? But people say that 
you know, and a murder to stay in tune. So your first jam song is just a classic. Um, this is Strange Town. One uh, strange sound by the jam. Um, Brian Burns, Cam Glen Radio, one seven point nine 
FM. Great energy, brilliant. Um, you know, we were just saying before that uh, about the kind of conveyor belt of album, single, single album, album, single, single. You know, the kind of volume that they sort of put out in a relatively short period of time. As a songwriter, how would you well, identify with that? Well, um, also, uh, they kind of bucked the trend also a little bit at the time even because they put out singles that weren't on the albums, yeah. which I thought was fantastic. It's just like, uh, and uh, it's come to pass that mostly you're trying to flog the album, or not even anymore, I suppose it's downloads. And yeah, yeah. You're kind of like um, cherry-picking what it is you want to hear, but... Uh, back then, I reckoned it was uh, how successful you, you became uh, in as short amount of time as possible. So, uh, therefore, you, you, you naturally um, you put your nose to the grindstone and get on with it, really. Yeah. So, you, you would be in the studio, or uh, I suppose it is a kind of 60s throwback whereby it's like, yeah, we're going to record an album for, you know, that day. Uh, so, I, I, I think that the jam had that. Um, Rightly or wrongly, in my I could be wrong, could be, but uh, I think that the 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 they took on that ethic of the sixties, which they were trying to emulate to a certain degree, and they were they were stimulated by or Weller particularly obviously was stimulated by that environment, and perhaps it was a self fulfilling prophecy. Like I want to be like these bands that I really love from the sixties. How did they do it? They did it by doing this. Yeah. So I mean, therefore, the Beatles did a bit of that. Well, they, they, but then do, do the, I mean like Strawberry Fields Penalty wasn't on Sergeant Pepper? And that's, well, yeah, well that's exactly, and it's a. I, I don't know what the ins and outs of the politics were when the Jam yeah. were first bringing out records, and you know the first three albums in particular. Uh, and then on to uh, like we played Strange Town there, which yeah. I don't believe is an album. Uh, when you're young, I don't believe is an album. Yeah. Uh, uh, and just for the sheer joy of putting something out that you can't get other than on this forty-five on the album, yeah, on the single, yeah, on the single, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as a songwriter, I mean, uh, I mean that blows my mind. You're, you know, a brilliant song like Strange Town or whatever, and you don't put it in the album. I mean, it's a songwriter. Can you identify with, you know, leaving potentially one of your best songs off your new album? Yeah, I think yeah, it's a yeah. bit of mischief, yeah. which uh, I completely identify with. Um, I think that's the kind of, um, uh, uh, if you can afford to, and your record company will buy it, which I'm not sure they did at the time. They had to kind of like a bit of chin stroking in order to allow that to happen. Yeah. I suppose back but, in the day, people bought lots of singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I certainly did. I was, yeah, was so like, did I. even if you put, you know, if they put the same thing out on coloured vinyl, I'd go and buy it twice or three times. You we, know, we, we must have been in the same shop, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Tune well, for the same. Oh, absolutely. Because you would get like a seven-inch copy, a twelve-inch copy, because on the twelve-inch there would be a. Instrumental of the yeah absolutely <laughs> oh, I mean I I I just kind of I, I, I went for the whole thing I, I mean I just I would uh, spend Saturday afternoons and listen down Renfield Street okay. or whatever else or Bruce's Records or wherever else you know I would it would be like a a little hub the the record store was like a dark place there'd be the smell of smoke and there'd be the like you know checking out who was buying what and yeah unlike if you download it you go right zap it onto my phone well I mean I was speaking to Daniel Wiley a couple of weeks ago and it was like it was almost the thing when you went into the town, you got the bus, you bought the record. You, I mean, you want you wanted to read the cover, yeah. You know the inside and the poster and the sticker and who wrote it and who played on it and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so we better crack on. I have loads of requests. This one's out to Caroline Tate. She's asked for a couple of jam songs, but let me play this one for Caroline Tate. This is precious. <laughs> Thank you. 
Brian Byrne on Cam Glen Radio. Yeah, precious, fantastic off the album Gift. That was for Caroline Tate and Brian Burns, Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM Friday night. Thanks very much for joining me. I'm joined in the studio by Kevin McDermott. I haven't done anything this week. In terms of getting this set list put together, right. <laughs> I was thinking generally, <laughs> generally really no, for you. Uh, no, I've, no, no, I've done plenty, but nothing to do with what's going on tonight. So, fine. Um, yeah. So, thanks for giving us a hand this week, Kevin. Next one, um, 1964, The Zombies. What made you pick this? Uh, just because um, there's a very shallow reason that I've never actually heard it on the tranny before. Uh, right. And I love the zombies. Uh-huh. And. Uh, you know, time of the season, she's not there. Even if you look, if you YouTube time of the season, the video that goes with it's just the girls in their sixties gear. It's just a phenomenal little piece of three minutes and you know forty five seconds of sixties glory. And uh, the the video makes no sense whatsoever. It's just like lots of girls wearing funky gear and two straight looking guys chasing about. Sometimes uh, you wonder about videos, what's going on in the head of the director that made that, or I, I tend at any to, given to, time? To, to park that. So <laughs> I'd rather not know. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, yeah, no, the, the zombies. I, I, I was reading recently some um, young band being described as baroque pop, which I'd, I'd only ever seen uh, 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 um, with uh, the zombies. zombies? Has it been a descriptive term for the zombies? I, thought, I didn't know what it was. Does that mean there's a, some musicals involved? They can I'm, play a bit of jazz piano? I don't know, but the, the zombies are just phenomenal musicians. Great tunes, great songs. Colin Bluntstone and all on the other things Ed, you want to do. Um, and uh, yeah, Baroque pop and the zombies. I just well, I've, I just I've, I've never heard that. Or, Odyssey and Oracle, just what a phenomenal record that is. They were. Right, here we go. She's not there, the zombies. Don't bother trying to find her She's not 
fantastic. Yep, it sure is, yeah. What more can you ask for on your Friday night? This is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9, joining myself, Brian Byrne, with Kevin McDermott, just chewing the fat. Okie dokie, some questions coming in for you, Kevin. Oh, um, no. Here we go, right? Don't, don't shoot the messenger until no, eight, like 8 o'clock. Mm. Right, Francis Doherty. Hello. He's asked me, he's asked for uh, his next track, uh, Master of the Man. Uh, okay. Fantastic song. Uh, he says, can you tell us anything about the songwriting process? Yeah, well, that one in particular um, does actually have a story because the first line is lying on a rooftop thinking that the world stopped. I mean, mm-hmm. just, it was just prior to a tour. Um, we were about to embark on the release of an album and blah, blah, blah. And there was we could foresee a never-ending um, journey. Well, journey, I hate using that word, but uh, literally on the road. for. Uh, so my, me and my brother Jim took ourselves off to Turkey for a week. Uh-huh. And the hotel had a, a roof bar uh, stroke uh, sun area. Yeah. And I was uh, having a nice time to myself, shall we say, of yeah. an afternoon. Yeah. And uh, scribbling away. And um, that uh, where this actual song was written on a rooftop, lying on a rooftop, thinking the world stopped turning. It was written on a roof of a hotel in a place called Cash Is in Turkey, which is... Uh, Perhaps, um, yeah, uh, and then Jim was summoned by a member of staff. Yeah, your brother, he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I, mean, I, I mean, would you have written that whole song? Sitting doing uh, well, that, or well, would you have written a chunk of it, or a, an I, idea I wrote for it? a whole chunk of it? I had my guitar there, and I was entertaining the uh, staff of an evening. Also, well, uh, a free Kevin uh, McDermott. Well, thing. I was just finding the whole but the songs. Uh, the songs were were were, uh, were flowing, and I, I, I think I even managed to pull off Sultan's a swing at one. Really? Point. I, I don't know. Yeah. How, I don't know how I managed. That. There'll be people telling the story. I seen Kevin McDermott uh, in Turkey. Yeah. You know, behave yourself. Oh no! Well, yeah, it, it, it <laughs> happened. Happen. But it was mostly in, in front of the staff after hours. All uh, right. Yeah, yeah, a lock in. Well, it was a lock. It was a lock out because lock it's, out. It, it was on the, the it was on the roof terrace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he also wants me to ask you um, any clues if we can expect uh, a new album. Yeah, definitely. There's a we need to fill in some studio time uh, with the uh, the uh, the budget that I have to do. Uh, I've uh, I have been. Um, uh, stowing away tunes, but I, I, the problem that I'm having lately is that I literally change my tune uh, from you know from month to month because I, I do have the songs, but I want to um, roughly like, how many songs? Well, we, well, we started off with one of my guilty pleasures, right, which was September by Earth, Wind and Fire, uh-huh. and I have a notion just to please myself and 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 go for a guilty pleasures aspect of it uh-huh. rather than you know some kind of um, uh, soul searching aspect to. I mean, I, I can drift in and out of certain situations and yeah. mindsets, and and there is a there is an element of uh, uh, um, if you're writing on your own, which I am doing pretty much on my own completely these days. As I would in, in days have gone by, I may have uh, written bits and pieces of two or three songs and taken them to the band in the studio. Uh-huh. But now I, I take a lot of things I have to completion, and uh, there is a there is a there is a little point where uh, the creative process slips into solitary confinement. Yeah. And as soon as that penny drops, you're pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you need to kind of take a break and uh, and then reassess. And sometimes that's not such a good thing. It's good to be like, like right, I'm finished now, and now we move on. Yeah. But uh, there are certainly in this uh, ever changing industry, the music industry. I don't actually know what the 
uh, what constitutes an album anymore. That, that is the I, honest truth of the matter. Which is a because shame. I don't actually know what that is. Your budget is this, but what, you, what are you spending your money on? I mean, I, I know I'm addressing some kind of practical elements uh, here rather than the artistic elements, but uh, it's it's for, for a, a singer-songwriter or uh, someone that's going to put together some musicians to play on these songs. These are major considerations. It's like... Um, is it, uh, do you do you even physically make an album anymore? I mean, you've got to record the music, but did you, what, what clothes do you put on it? I know, you know? I know. I mean, like, let's put it this way: if I win the lottery tonight, right? Right. Okay. Big jackpot, and Bedazzle's got twelve songs. Do you think you would have twelve songs sitting that you could take to the studio and start doing something with? Yeah, or definitely could definitely. do something with. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've got a library of lyrics, and I've got uh, have all, you? all manner of key changes and and Stuff. little. Stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't read or... I, I mean, read. I just picked 12 out of the, the, the air there, because Bedazzle's right. got 12 <clears> tracks. <throat> yeah, so well, I, I don't I don't write or read dots, so... Yeah. However, there are, there are, I have a library of notebooks that are uh, jam-packed and of Fantastic. different shapes, sizes, and in all manner of uh, jackets, pockets and trousers all over the place. Love so it. Whenever, uh, and, and they have been through several washes, so they're <laughs> Yeah. A little bit dog-eared. Yeah, uh, just a, a little bit like dog-eared and, 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 and bedraggled. There yeah, you go. bedraggled. Back. Anyway, back to, back to this is for Francis Doherty. This is Master of the Man.
that's Master of the Man, uh, Kevin McDermott. That was Francis Doherty. Yeah, right. You were saying there. Do I ever listen to my uh, while the yeah. track was on? Listen to my own material. Uh, no, but when I hear certain bits, like what a phenomenal band that is. Yeah, I just heard like Marco Rossi. What a guitar what, player! Uh, uh, it's like that is absolutely. Oh, that's just blew me away, and, it, and I was there when he did it. I know. And then there's Jim and Steph, and it's just like you know what? That's that's actually not that bad. That's that, that's quite. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like yeah, that a lot. You feel good about that. I do. I you should yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't play the guitar solo. Marco did. It's just phenomenal. But you had a hand in writing it. Yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. So let's, let's just keep it that way. That's fantastic. No, Thing of Beauty on a Friday night, Kevin McDermott. I'm Brian Byrne, as is Campbell and Radio 107.9 FM. Tonight we're looking at the jam uh, as a band. I mean, how much did the jam have an influence in yourself in terms of into music, or was that...? Not really into music. Well, yeah. The in time. terms of being in a band? Oh, yeah, big time, because big you could le- learn in covers. And, 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 well, I, I didn't go th- really go through the stage of performing covers. I would learn guitar by learning tunes in the house, uh-huh. and the jam with the band that kind of... Um, I could pick up and try and get you know kind of emulate the energy that they they were producing, so uh, and also the, the clothes and stuff as well. I just I, I mean just, it looks I just, great. I just bought into the whole yeah, thing, yeah. even when Weller, you know, I did the penny to drop when he came on top of the pops with a, a you know a, a, an apron on, just, just to kind of see if anybody else would turn up at gigs with aprons. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. I can I got you. Right? Yeah. I know you're doing that. Like, well, yeah. Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was savvy enough to know that that's what he was up to. I mean, the thing is, with myself from a band's point of view, people know the kind of bands that I'm into. But you know the energy, you know the way they look on stage, when they give it, you know, appears anyway. They give it everything on stage, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, Jam have always been right up there well, for me, along with bands like The Clash and you know these yeah. bands like that. Um, so the next one I'm going to play this is out Stephen Williamson, and this is Private Hell. <laughs> And you 
Hill by the Jam. That's for Stephen Williamson. I'm Brian Burns. Camden Radio 107.9 FM. Uh, it's quarter to seven. Uh, I'm just saying, you enough. My rest of my week went as quick as these two hours. I would be a happy chappy. Anyway, we're here now. Um, your playlist. Uh, this song's just classic, classic tune. Right, and I've forgotten what's next okay. on that playlist since I don't have it in front of me. I know, Buzzcocks. <clears throat> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my word. Oh, one of my earliest, um, you know, I virtually lived in the Apollo back, back, Did way back when, and they were like, uh, I've still got the ticket, it was um, Buzzcocks plus guests, and the guests, as it turns out, were Joy Division. Uh, was it? Yeah, which, and I was like, I was massively into Joy Division at the same time, and as, and, uh, as was me and my wee I mean, that's want, insane. Was, well, I'd seen them on the telly, and I'd seen Ian Curtis do his thing, and... Uh-huh. Uh, and then, but but live is just like mesmerising because it, it's it's obviously it's a real thing that's happening in front of you. Yeah. And uh, but they weren't as popular up here at the time. Uh-huh. And uh, so me, me and a couple of my wee pals, as we as was our one, would we rush the stage, run down the front. Yeah, yeah. And expecting everybody else to bundle in like if, like they usually did, but uh-huh. they didn't. They so we're kind of like tables with our legs, like <laughs> trying to sneak past the back, the bouncers on, and we back. We back up that bit the hill again until the buzzcocks came on, and then we did it, and then it all happened. Yeah, it all kicked off, and that's where um, we get into a little bit of bother with the bouncers. Yeah. And Pete Shelley was like, "The famous, I'll take responsibility." I was like, "Oh, really? You come down and sort this guy out? I don't think so." I know. <clears throat> I mean, the famous Glasgow Apollo bouncers, legendary. Oh, I zero it. zero tolerance. Oh, I loved it. I remember uh, I'd been I'd, I'd a little. I had little gifts from someplace in my my, my coat pocket, and I was, you, they, they would frisk you as you went in. And the bouncer looked up after frisking my pockets and said, 
cream-egg and a packet of polements. And he was right. He was right. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I had in my pocket. It was like Braille. It was yeah, a bit it was, of Braille for oh, it, it was someplace. It was really someplace. I mean, some, I mean you'd... You could shimmy into the stalls if you rushed the bouncer. It was yeah. on the doors, yeah. and and, and shimmy you, no, but you'd shimmy yourself into the stalls because there wasn't any seat there. Yeah, yeah. It was just like even people had bought a ticket for a seat that was non-existent. Well, you know, I mean, I went to see Stuff Little Fingers there, and a lot of the seats get rearranged that night, yeah. flattened to the ground. <clears> you yeah. know, so anyway, we'll kick this one off. This is a fantastic tune, nineteen seventy-eight. This is the Buzzcocks and Ever Fallen in Love. Buzzcocks ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have? There's a whole, there's a whole show. Yeah, well, that uh, is pop music. Yeah, uh, they can dress up in whatever punk uh, uh, yeah. you, you, you want, but there's a there's Some melody. It's a phenomenal song. Absolutely. Timeless. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, uh, requesting from Colin Thompson. Nori Wilson, they've asked for this one. Thick of Thieves off Setting Suns. Uh, you remember that coming out? Or I do. You? And uh, I have to put my hands up and because All Mud Cons was such a big record for me. Yeah. And I wanted more of the same. I wanted the band to be the same kind of thing. And when Setting Suns came out and there was this word bandied around, I thought, no, surely we've, that 
that's dead and buried this word concept yeah and then album concept and I'm like I just didn't get it didn't it's just like it. and there wasn't a picture of the band on the mm. front and I listened hard even people were um, We'll, we'll, we'll cite Funeral Pyre has been the greatest thing it no it's not yeah, actually yeah. it's nowhere near the greatest thing the jam ever did it's no, way no. before that yeah. and uh, to me at the time and maybe still uh, the best thing on it is the cover Heatwave Heatwave yeah, yeah it's the thing about music Kevin I mean you get an album and you look at it and you go what's your favourite song that one oh mine's is that one oh I like that one and you go great see that's the thing about music for me yeah you know I, mean? I know Yeah. Well, again I, I can't Really, if I'm being honest with it, I just thought it was a little bit of a disappointment for him. I didn't fit the, it didn't fit the brief of the jam as, as I perceived no, it or for me. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> well, this one goes out to Nori and to Colin Thompson. This is Thick as Thieves.
Mike on. That was, uh, I think it's Eve's. That was for Colin Thompson and Nori Wilson. Thanks, guys, for getting in touch. I'm Brian Burns, Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. It's Friday night. Have you got any plans over the weekend? Enjoy. There's some gigs on over the weekend tonight. Uh, McCool's in Glasgow, TV Smith's playing. Head along there, support with the Red Eyes. It should be a good night. Um, tomorrow night, down at the bungalow in Paisley, Secret Affair. Uh, Bob Williamson's always uh, pretty proactive with stuff down there. If you can get down and support that, that'd be great. Down at the Belfield Tavern, in, end of the century, are playing down there. Tomorrow night in the shed in Glasgow, the Absolute Jam. Uh, if you've not seen the guys from the Absolute Jam and you like the jam, head down. You're in for a, a big treat. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Joined tonight by Kevin McDermott. Kevin, thanks for joining us tonight. My pleasure. I'm um, going to play one of your songs, which um, is one of my favourites. I just want to ask you a wee teeny bit about songwriting before yeah. we go into it. I, know, I don't <clears> know if it's an exact science for you, but I think when you get somebody like yourself in the studio, it'd be remiss to try and pick your brain a little bit. Uh, well, um, well, it's certainly not an exact science, because uh, most of it is like uh, muttering yourself and uh, scrubbing away on a guitar and staring into the middle distance, which is... Well, uh, and then sooner or later something kind of clicks and dovetails and comes together. And when do you know it's time to write a song? Do you ever sit down to well, write a song? No, no. Well, well, I'll sit down and I will work, mm-hmm. but uh, it will not constitute an entire... Uh, unless I would say maybe Bob Dylan could do that or Mozart could do that, but uh, I, I, anyone, you know, unless it's suddenly presented to you as a kind of a gift... Uh, I, I think it's the old adage: ninety percent perspiration and ten percent inspiration. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I know that's a, it's a hackneyed old yeah. blooming chestnut that yeah, one, yeah. but I actually believe that that's that's to there's truth in that. So, but I could um, if I if I don't have any specific to do over a certain period of time, the, the day turns into night, turns into morning, and before you know it, you haven't really paid much attention to. Um, I don't know the uh, the structures that perhaps you should be a yeah. bit more kind of um, you should be engaged in for that particular period of time. I mean, could you sit down and say like off the top of my head, say Gordon Strachan rang you up tomorrow and said, right. Kevin, we need a World Cup song, something big and rousing to get us over the line. Uh, well, I don't know if I get Gordon Strachan and the boys over the line, but... Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's another debate. Well, no, I, I could do that, but I could get the tools out of the shed and do it. Do it, it, it yeah. But, but that, that, that's very much a kind of Tin Pan Alley sort of sure, uh, attitude, sure. yeah. which I've never really had because um, I, I, I didn't work in Tin Pan Alley. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but uh, however, there are folk who make quite a lot of money doing that. Doing that's that, absolutely yeah. fine if that's the, if that's the measure of uh, how... You, you want to present your, your your art then by all means, but um, I kind of uh, I, I, I will scribble all things down all the time, like odd phrases that I overhear or little t- you know twists and turns of maybe I'm reading a book or something and a little phrase that I will uh, I, I, I will borrow, shall we say? But I mean, it's not a no. song, but it's it's just like well I'll work on that because that's an interesting little turn of phrase or something. you're thinking. You think, and then you start to, you'll apply it to a, 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 a circumstance, uh, and before you know it, it's, it's kind of grown arms and legs, and you've you've turned it into a little, for me it's got to be, there's a certain um, puzzle to be solved in there for the listener, I mean it's mm. after, it, 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 I believe once you've recorded something, it no longer belongs to you anyway. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm... I'm thankfully, and I have been in a privileged position. I've been able to release uh, music and uh, have folk um, engage with it yep. and form their own opinions. At uh-huh. that point, it, it's actually that person's um, 
uh, prerogative to form whatever opinion they have of it uh, if they're actually into your material. If you don't like it, then that's just terrible. That's just terrible. <laughs> and, and obviously you've worked, um, you've written you know, the bulk of the material for Kevin McDermott Orchestra uh, with input probably at some level from the band. Have you ever worked and written songs with other artists? Um... Once, once, once. How, uh, how did that go? Uh, very well. Yeah. Uh, the um, <laughs> <laughs> you laughing? Yeah, 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 yeah. The well, the, there's a. Uh, I, I, I said, well, I, I, I loved the process. There was an album was released. Um, uh, let me see. There were some strange-looking guys on the album cover, <laughs> uh, and uh, the content of that album was uh, particularly. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was a grand process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was fantastic. I'm really havering here and ducking and diving, <laughs> and I'm, I'm 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 pulling the lid down on that one. But there we are. Yeah, like you know what I'm on about. You know what I'm Absolutely, talking about. Absolutely, we do. Yeah. No bother at all. So the next one um, we're going to play is just a brilliant song. Um, if you're a Kevin McDermott fan. Uh, Wheels of Wonder, any inspiration with that? Yeah, it was, um, perhaps it could have been Fields of Wonder, but I misheard somebody say Fields of Wonder, uh, <laughs> some kind of a fuel. As it, well, there's a wee guy who used to chase me down the street, and it's like, oh, that song, uh, yeah, Wheels of Desire. Wheels of Desire. Uh, and I was like, yeah, so we'll play this one for, oh, Alec Aitchison. Alec. Bless his blooming cotton socks. So that's exactly yeah, yeah, oh, that's a great song, that Wheels of Desire. So Wheels. in the set list, we'd always put down as Wheels of Desire for Alex, <laughs> who's now sadly no longer with us. Well, but, uh, you'll yeah. be listening in the ether somewhere. Yeah, yeah. go on your Oh, if not in mixed cloud later. Yeah. Plug, plug. Yeah. This is Wheels of Wonder.
Kevin McDermott, Wheels of Wonder. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. Kevin McDermott is with us tonight. Hello again. He's been here all night with us and he's hanging in there just by the skin of his teeth. No, it's a delight and a pleasure and uh, I would not rather be anywhere else else. other than sitting right here. And I'm paying him money to say that. I'm handing over... Thank you very much indeed. £10 notes. Next up, Kevin, we've had quite a few requests. Um, Jim Reed, he's been in touch many times for the show. Um, He's looking for a Bupes track, Taxman. But there's a de- definite synergy and similarity with a jam song there. I don't. As a songwriter, is that an easy thing to avoid, or is no? It, it, you can quite easily fall into it. I can. I can see where uh, <clears throat> the much uh, start. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, if you're working as quickly and as if you're kind of in isolation to a certain degree, unless there's someone in that room who's not in the band. Yeah. Uh, that's a kind of uh, trusted element and a kind of rock solid sounding board. You, if you're listening to such and such just a track or a song or a vibe, you can you can maybe try and capture the vibe or something. Yeah. And if you don't have somebody there with a strong hand on the tiller to say, do you know what, guys? I know you want it to sound like that, but you know what? You've actually just done it. Done it. Which I, I've, I've, I've fallen through that myself to, sometime, you know, yeah. on occasion whereby I've spent a lot of time working on a style, a, a vocal technique, or uh, you know something I'm trying to recreate uh, the sound of the sound that, and I've I've done this in uh, several occasions actually. Once I've actually recorded it when and uh, yeah. when and listened to it back. I'm not going to name the track, yeah. But it's just like a, <laughs> it's like I wanted the vibe or something, and before you know it, you've not just you've not just been and you know used it as an inspiration. You've actually copied it, yeah. Uh, but you but it's completely it can happen without really. Uh, you know, subliminally, and before you know it, you're off and running. You're, you, the, the, the clock's not stopping for you. Your money's on the meter, so on and so forth. So you keep going, and before you know it, you've you've completed that little. I mean, it's like <clears throat> it's like George Harrison with "My Sweet Lord." You know? Well, you would have no idea. I mean, I, I'm fairly sure that was in it. You know, there's, yeah. there's nothing in that at all. Uh, but I mean, it, his, so- his song made millions, and the song that was apparently. Br- you know, he's so fine. Yep, yeah. he's so fine. That's a lottery win for him. Well, I mean, there's only again. It's um, I mean, I, for, uh, we were talking between. Uh, well, the, the track was running there. I mean, I spent like the, the vocal technique and uh, I was trying to sing hi a bit of melody, and I know who I'm trying to refer to here. And it, when I listened to it back, you know, the the demo version of this song, it was in Dreams by Roy Orbison, a would written the thing. It, it didn't just sound like it's it. in your eyes to bet you're going to be real. It was it. Yeah. So I can see how that happens. Absolutely. You know, you know, unless someone says, you know what, stop right there. Stop spending money on that because it can't go out because it is that song. That song. Well, this one's for Jim Reed. Uh, this is uh, the brilliant Beatles and this is Taxman. One, two, three, four, <laughs> one, two. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, nineteen for me. Cause I'm the tax man.
Yep, George Harrison and the, Be- the Beatles at their brilliant best. That's Taxman. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, loads of requests. Try and get through as many as we possibly can. This next jam track goes out to Gary Doyle, David Williams, John Davis, and Mikey Cannon. All ask for the same one. Uh, this is Man in the Corner Shop by The Jam.
Yeah, that's the thing of beauty. That's Man in the Corner Shop with the Jam. That's for Gary Doyle, David Williams, John Davis, and Mikey Cannon. Sounds like a band. Should these guys should get together? Uh, I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. I'm joined in the studio tonight by Kevin McDermott. Kevin, your uh, next tune. Right. Easy Beats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Easy Beats Friday on my mind. What a corking song. Yeah. And uh, I just love it. Uh, an Australian band, however, with a twist. Yeah. With lots of tentacles in the areas that I love dearly, which is uh, the Scottish Connection. Yeah. Which is uh, one of the main geezers in the Easy Beats is a guy called George Young. Right. Uh, the older brother of Malcolm and Angus Young. Uh, of ACDC. Wow. Yeah. Uh, who He's the co-writer of most of the Easy Beats material. Uh-huh. This is a cork and pop song, so we'll get there and I'm all excited about hearing it on the tranny. Again, yes. even though I'm here in the station, <laughs> the radio station. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, but he also uh, co-wrote um, uh, um, uh, Love is in the Air for John Paul Young, who he's not related to at all. Wow. So there we are. So uh, that's a, that's the end of that tentacle. But uh, lots of, uh, yeah, Australian stroke, Scottish stroke, fantastic pop music and uh, ACDC and so on and so forth. It's just a, it's a selection box. It's everything you ever wanted. At a track on a Friday yep, night. Yep, and on a Friday. There you go. <laughs> Friday on my mind, but easy beats. Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody seems to nag me Coming Tuesday I feel better
Brian Byrne on Cam Glen Radio. That's English Rose, that's the jam that goes out to Bob Williamson, a good guy, does a lot of good work in the music scene in Scotland, uh, down the bungalow, and uh, to call Bernie. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. Um, Kevin McDermott's with me, and he's not getting all his old ways, having to work for his corn tonight. Um, James Downey got in touch, he was looking for in by the Who, so I chucked that over your way, and you picked this next one. Yeah, well, initially I picked Baba O'Reilly, but I thought we'll be here all night. Yeah, so we settled on anyhow, anyway, any place I go. Yeah, absolutely. In keeping with, we're on message with the jam because I'm yeah. thinking that's the kind of well or in the, the area of the jam that a jam would, be, would be referencing. Yeah, yep. cool. Let's go to James Downey. This is anyway, anyhow, anywhere. <laughs> Choose. I can live in a house. I can 
Yeah, that was a who. Anyway, anyhow, anywhere. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. This is out to Michelle Mullen. She's been in touch looking for this. Just a classic June 1980 off Double Fantasy. This is John Lennon and Watching the Wheels. Fantastic, John Lennon watching the wheels. That was for Michelle Mullen. This next is a jam track of sound effects. This is music for the last couple. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sorry folks, I thought that was all grind into a halt on us at the start of that track there, but um, I heard that during the week and um, I'm putting together a ska band at the moment, Kevin, and I thought, could that convert into a ska song? I thought I'll ask somebody who knows. Well, you could, there's not a lot of melody, I have to admit, you could probably nick it for whatever purposes you like, but yeah, I tell you... Particularly the, the first minute. Well, well the... Uh, until Weather came in there, I was convinced that was XTC because I'm a huge XTC fan, and that's what Andy Partridge and his mates would have done in yeah. about the same period. Yeah. So and so therefore, that's a little bit of a surprise. I hadn't heard that before. So, best of luck with that, Brian. Absolutely. I'll maybe put that in the, the kind of list that, to come back to. Um, loads of people have been in touch, Kevin. Uh, Connor Lundy, um, big jam fan, big fan of yourself. Um, he's asked for in the city, so we'll play that. Asked him if he had a question for you. Um, he came back and said, I think Kevin is a genius. My word. Good to uh, know. Bandy, large, enormous. Yeah, he says, I think Kevin is a genius, Brian, and it ain't my business to question geniuses. So, uh, could you ask him, is there any chance that he would, could play Belfast? Uh, I would love to play in Belfast. I have done a couple of times uh, in the dim and distant past, admittedly. Mm. So, uh, if that's an invite, then I'm on my way anytime you like. There you go, Connor. That's up to, if you can get that sorted uh, somewhere in Belfast, I'm sure Kevin will be over there armed with his you bet. genius and guitar. Yeah, that would be. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm blushing here. Blushing, thank you very, yeah. thank you blushing very much. Blushing on the radio. Like, you'll have me in bits. Bits. And here's another song, Get You in Bits. This is uh, In the City by the Jam.
Dreamy City, The Jam, I'm Brian Burns, Kangley Radio 107.9 FM, starting to talk really quickly because we've only got 20 minutes to go, and tomorrow would have been Mark Boland's 70th birthday, um, are you a Mark Boland T-Rex yep. fan? Loved him. Loved him, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, at the time it was uh, the guy with the glitter in his face on the, on the children's TV at the time and making a loud noise with his his uh, gold electric guitar. Amazing like that, guitar. That, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we use this horrible expression, the X Factor, but, I mean, there's front men throughout the years that you can look back and go, they just had it with spades on. Well, I, just, I, mean, I, I, I was intrigued with it. I mean, I was yeah. very, very young watching yeah. the guy, but I, I used to watch him. He did, he did, I think a kid's, like, a sort of a... A Blue Peter-ish uh, slot on yeah. whatever channel it was at the time. That's I, right. I remember Bowie being on as one of his guests. Guess, yeah, and I was like, that's, that, right. that's, that's That's where the dynamic kind of... Uh, when you look back, you think, how could David Bowie be on that kids' TV programme? Or it's, it's a really strange dynamic. And you used to finish the show with something like, always keep a bit of mark in your heart. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> something like that. And it was like, oh, it's a bit weird. But, but all these fans gather each year. Uh, and that, that's like they all say that to each other. Remember, you know when they're leaving, always have a bit of mark in your heart. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But on that basis, happy birthday tomorrow. This is the kind of thing we do here. Uh, it's a bit T Rex. This is Twenty Centuries Boy.
Yep, the late great Mark Boland, T-Rex, 20th Century Boy, I'm Brian Burns, Gamblin Radio, 107.9 FM, about 15 minutes to go, we're slowly running, quickly running out of time, um, we'll try to get through as many songs as we can, next one, um, requested by Martin McFadden, Smithers Jones, any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, uh, all mod cons and uh, distinct by the fact that Bruce Foxon wrote it, not Paul yeah. Weller, as uh, he also wrote News of the World, which was one of my favourite singles. Jeez. I think it did, it did come out as a single, actually, yeah. so, uh, and I had that, uh, and I still do someplace, but it's just... Uh, to, to bring that to the party must have been quite a difficult thing to do with Absolutely. Paul Weller. You're presenting to Paul yeah. Weller. Yeah, I mean, even though I, I have no idea what the dynamic within that trio were, but yeah. uh, I can imagine that, the, the, you know, you've got to get on together in some sort of level and entertain each other's notions of yeah, uh, creativity, yeah. so I'm sure. And I guess it needs to be good. Oh, yeah, well, it was good. And it yeah, was, uh, I, mean, yeah, I suppose if you're going to get on or nudge a Paul Weller song off the album... Yeah, I mean, or whatever, or make make it the A side in the single. It's going to have to be good. Yeah, yeah, and it was there's uh, a little yarn in there, a little story, story. of uh, of uh, <laughs> work a day nine to five, and uh, Mr. Smithers Jones. Yeah, I can see that. It's a kind of recurring theme, and Blur have used that a few times in a couple of their tracks too. So yeah, I mean, totally influential yeah. band. Yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So this goes out to Martin McFadden. This is Smithers Jones. <laughs> He's heading for the Waterloo line To catch the eye day of fast It's usually better time Hope it isn't late Got to be there by nine This drive suit We should in time Stops up at the corner shop To buy the times Good morning, Smithers Jones How's the white band home? Did you get the car you've been looking for? Did you get the car you've been
big string section. That's a completely an, forgot about that. That's, yeah, likewise, that's an an enormously uh, expensive recording, right <laughs> Absolutely. there. Absolutely, that's, that's testing the patience of your record company. Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, and good yeah, to go with good it. Good to go with it. Yeah, that that was for uh, Martin McFadden. We've got loads of requests tonight, um, and we're not going to get through them all, but I will come back to them all and play them at some point in future shows over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin, thanks very much for joining us tonight. We're nearly done. There's a couple of things to ask you about. Very, very quickly, um, I was lucky enough to be at the bandstand in the summer yeah, where you were playing with the Hipsweet show. Yeah, well, it was a... It was uh, obviously kind of with an acoustic guitar and a vocal, as was uh, my performance of yep. the evening. You're kind of limited technically. Well, I'm technically limited anyway, but uh, <laughs> oh, there's yeah. not there's not many places you can go. So uh, it's a kind of love my love my dog situation. Yeah. But for me, it was a completion of a circle of sorts. And that, uh, but 30 years ago, I played. I stood in exactly the same spot, and on the bill also was Tom Robinson. Uh, and I I changed one of Tom Robinson's strings that day because he only had the one guitar, and I changed the string. And so it was a kind of yeah, I'm just going to stand there and moan and do that thing that I did 30 years ago. So it was a completion of a circle of sorts. So, so were you playing on the same bill as him? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Was, uh, one of those... That TRB? Yeah, no, no, it was just him on his own. I can't was remember it? what the circumstances were, but they used yeah. to have these sporadic little mini festivals uh, in the old bandstand where it was free and... Uh, it was usually raining that day, it wasn't, but however, <laughs> it was just like one of those... Uh, raining in Glasgow? Oh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. for goodness sake, I thought. But, uh, yeah, and so it was a, yeah, it was a kind of nostalgic, and I got to see, like, Hipsway and my wee brother playing, and, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, and it was a huge and fantastic audience, but also, um, yeah, like I say, the completion of a circle of sorts, so I was I was happy in quite a few levels. Yes, and I don't know if this um, it was a slip of the tongue or... For real, you threatened to come back to the bandstand with a band. Love to, yeah. yeah. It, would, it would be uh, again, it's, it's note to self more than yeah, anything. It's yeah. note to self. Is that something get, that get on me? Oh, I'd love to do it. it wouldn't yeah. be out of the question. No, well, why not? I mean, uh, again, but anybody, why not? Indeed, anybody sticking their neck out in the west of Scotland and in the open airs, you know, it's, it's, um, I've, I, I love it when it goes well, but it can also badly go sideways just yeah. because of the living climate here. So I take my hat off to anybody putting on anything in the open in this country. Yeah, because you're either going to... I mean, uh, it was a classic, well, good quote from Kevin Bishop uh, a few weeks ago. He was playing the Edinburgh Festival. He says, Scotland's a place you can get either sunstroke or trench foot in the one day. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> very accurate. That's the one, yeah. Um, so um, I know that you've got... Something in East Kilbride. Uh, it's completely sold out, but you've got a Q and A in the afternoon. Yeah, What's that? Again, I've got a little sporadic, spontaneous call. What you want? Uh, well, the venue will be open in the afternoon, so yeah. I'm going to put together a little uh, impromptu. Well, it's impromptu. It's, it's not impromptu because I'm giving you a month's notice. <laughs> it's <laughs> off, on the twenty. Off the cuff. The yeah, off, yeah, yeah, off the cuff. Uh, but it'll be a very kind of low key uh, Q and A. Bring along your questions. I'll bring my guitar and I'll have a go at some any tunes you want to. Chuck at me that maybe I didn't even write them, but I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> you'll I'll, do your best. I'll do my best, but uh, uh, it's a really opportunity for a kind of, you know, I'll I'll do my best and I'll be a kind of meet and greet opportunity as well as yeah. much as anything else. And then next year, have you got anything planned or uh, is it all and just well, up in the air at the moment? The, well, there is up in the air. There are, there are a few things penciled in for sure, but it would be uh, uh, it would be somewhat re- it would be not the best thing for me to announce yeah, yeah. Uh, this that and the other right now. But you'll keep us posted. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, great stuff. Um, we're good. I mean, obviously the jams split up. Um, and for some people, this was just utter devastation. Um, I mean, what was your thoughts on 
I mean, Paul Weller got a bumpy road um, with Style Council. Did you have any kind of thoughts on what he was doing there? Yeah, I couldn't stand the Style Council. It's fine, but I, I, I might as well just go for it because uh, I loved the, the early jam was yeah, where my, my yeah. uh, the embryonic stages of my development as an artist and uh, obviously different tastes. Paul Weller and moving on and doing his own thing. He's made a bit of money and he has mm. a certain leverage where record companies can make whatever kind of music he wants. He wants yeah. I, I really didn't. Like, I didn't dig the style council, man. Yeah. I, I, it's just personal taste. I just, yeah. I just didn't like it very much. I mean, I, I think, I mean, remembering back to the time, I mean, you know, people were so shocked that the, the jam at the kind of relatively height of their powers, um, Paul Well stopped it. Know, I, I and, 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 and clearly the other members of the band I mean I don't think Bruce Foxen spoke to Paul Weller for 20 years mm-hmm. after that you know he, he, I think he was kind of uh, I wouldn't say in the huff that's a bit well you can take a huff I, I, know. I, mean, I, I think they, they thought things were going to go from you know yeah. through the roof well, but, well musically they were quite uh, they had a kind of signature sound and when, yeah. you, when if, if, if the main man doesn't want to make that sound anymore then there's only one way to go uh, well totally totally uh, but I just want to sign off um, first of all thanking you so much for giving up a chunk of your Friday night uh, no it was my absolute pleasure and I would uh, be nowhere else this particular evening uh, really thank you so much for that um, thanks for listening thanks for people that are getting in touch through the week uh, a few people have not been able to play their requests I will get round to doing that but I appreciate you getting in touch through Facebook and Twitter and all the bits and pieces without that um, it certainly would be tougher to put the show's list together um, uh, stick around Del Murray is going to be here until 10 as usual crack and look at um, some new stuff and he's going to get some new stuff from um, the new David Bowie albums uh, the new Berlin trilogy and stuff like that so stick around till 10 and I'll be back with you next week have a good weekend whatever you're up to this is Style Council and this is Walls Come Tumbling Down <laughs>
Brian Byrne on Cam Glen Radio. inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do and it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. 